It's February 11th, 2004. In Lincoln, Missouri, a mother's worst nightmare becomes a reality when her one-month-old son is nowhere to be found. Nancy and her husband, Jake Peaster, immediately call 911. Police arrive at the Peaster's residence and search the whole house, but find no sign of the baby. The hunt to find Jesse Peaster begins. Investigators say walked through the door and took the infant from the Peaster family home. I can't understand it. It's, it's beyond me. I don't know. There, there's no word for it. Believe it or not, uh, this doesn't quite fall under the criteria for kidnapping. From Color 10 News and Ozarks Fox, this is Crime Traveler. A look back on criminal acts in the Ozarks and the news investigations that followed them. I'm Ashley Eddy. The hunt for Jesse was luckily a short one. Five hours after Jesse's parents called authorities, Jesse would be found one hour and 38 minutes away from his home in Kansas City. Authorities in Kansas City arrested this woman and this man who investigators say walked through the door and took the infant from the Peaster family home. Only witness to the abduction was Jesse's four-year-old sibling and his description was key to bringing Jesse home. His father couldn't be more proud. He was sleeping, the doorbell rang, he came out there and he seen a couple people walking by the window uh, leaving or walking like he thought they were leaving going toward the car. The child described two kidnappers, a white male and a female. The male had white hair and a ponytail, was wearing a camouflage hat, a bright blue shirt and blue jeans. The child also described a white female with brown hair and some type of tag on her shirt. The four-year-old's description is what investigators say brought in a tip from someone in Kansas City who spotted the couple with the baby at St. Luke's Hospital. We found out that her boss uh, said this lady showed up with a baby and knew she wasn't pregnant. Sheriff Gary Fryer with the Benton County Sheriff's Department says 40-year-old Tammy Robertson posed as a nurse at a Sedalia hospital. She visited the Peaster's residence in January. However, Robertson would come back a month later to take the baby while Nancy was downstairs exercising. Robertson took the baby back to Kansas City and portrayed the baby as hers. Investigators say they arrested the two at their home in Kansas City where they found baby Peaster. Authorities say the baby is in good health and mom and dad will take care of him from here. We don't even know how to express it. We're so thankful. We had a, just an awesome response. But there are still questions on why someone would do this. I can't understand it. It's, it's beyond me. I don't know. There, there's no word for it. It gives us more sympathy for all the people who have children still missing out there. I'm going to say an extra prayer tonight for all those children because I want them to come home too. Robertson will be charged with first-degree burglary and felonious restraint. No kidnapping charges were filed, which shocked not only Jesse's parents, but law enforcement. Believe it or not, uh, this doesn't quite fall under the criteria for kidnapping. A baby that gets taken from a home uh, isn't kidnapping what is. I, I thought it would not be an issue. I thought it would just be a definite fact that she kidnapped the child. Under Missouri law, kidnapping charges apply only if the abductor took the person without consent and holds them for ransom or inflicts injury or terrorizes the individual. Ultimately, we prosecuted here in Benton County Court, but aside from a conviction, the sheriff hopes something else comes out of this case. He hopes it sets a precedent and that lawmakers will consider revising the statutes on kidnapping. I've talked to my state representative about it and he's talked to one of the state congressmen. Uh, this is not right. Even though this family is back together, safe and grateful, they hope the laws can be changed for future victims. To be of help to others, you know, uh, you know, it would it would be nice if they would look at that.
Police would also arrest a Benton County man who was supposedly Robertson's husband. However, he would be released due to a lack of evidence. In 2006, Robertson was sentenced to 15 years at the Department of Corrections and one year at the Benton County Jail. Later, Nancy Peaster would say she believed Robertson was targeting her. His mother believes the woman who took her baby was targeting her. Nancy Peaster says the day after Jesse was born, a woman who looked like Robertson came into her hospital room posing as a home health nurse who wanted to do a follow-up visit. It is scary to think that someone can, I mean, pass themselves off as something else that easily. Peaster says she showed up January 14th at their Benton County home. It was February 11th when baby Jesse was taken. Marilyn Stockman, a registered nurse who serves on the Missing and Exploited Children Advisory Board, says abductors posing as healthcare workers isn't unusual. It's a classic case. She says abductors posing as healthcare workers is typical in patients. She get a second and third opinion on the person. Used to call out and ask for their nurse and have the nurse come in and verify that this person is legit. The kidnapping of Jesse brought awareness and concern of how easy it was for someone to pose as a healthcare worker, so hospitals started ramping up their security. And I know people perceive that we're very unfriendly about letting them on our pediatrics and our OB units, but we have to be that way for their security. We also go the extra step if we know we're going to have somebody do a home visit. We have the nurses bring them in and introduce them to the, staff, the patient and the family so that they know this is legit. This is somebody that will be working with you. Not long after Jesse was kidnapped, lawmakers would work towards amending the laws involving kidnapping. The legislation created the crime of child kidnapping, which would apply in cases where a child under 14 is taken without a parent's consent. The charge could not be filed if the abductor and child were related within the third degree, as a non-custodial parent, for example. Introduced in the House, the legislation was amended and approved by the Senate in 2004. The Senate amended the bill to create the crime of human trafficking and establish penalties for such offenses as slave labor or importing a child to participate in pornography. International matchmaking organizations also would be regulated under the amendment. The Amber Alert system would be under scrutiny at this time, despite the fact it helped bring little Jesse home. Among the critics of the way police use the Amber Alert system is Mark Klaus, the father of Polly Klaus, who was kidnapped from her mother's California home and slain in 1993. Klaus said most police agencies are too slow to issue Amber Alerts, for one thing because states must have each other's permission to broadcast cross-border Amber Alerts. The alert system is named after nine-year-old Amber Hagerman, who was kidnapped and killed in Texas. By 2005, all 50 states had operational programs, and today the program operates across state and jurisdictional boundaries. As of January 1st, 2013, Amber Alerts are automatically sent through the Wireless Emergency Alerts Program. Our producer is Christina Randall. Our executive producers are Tony Wynn and Chris Six. Our research team is Eric Reedus and Lisa Hamblin. Our social media producer is Emily Kuschel. And I'm Ashley Eddy. Thanks for listening.